If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional grade supplies for every industry, even hard to find products. And we have same day pickup and next day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Kotke Ride Home for Thursday, November 19th, 2020. I'm Jackson Bird. Advice for enjoying the holidays even if you're spending them alone this year. AI researchers have made a sarcasm detector and a look at the burgeoning field of paleomixology. Here are some of the cool things from the news today. So yesterday, I talked about why we should all avoid in-person holiday gatherings and only be indoors with people in our households. And today, as promised, I want to share some tips on how to actually enjoy the holidays if you will be alone this year, especially if it's your first time. I'm pulling a lot from a Vice article here by Jennifer Peepus. Vice actually has a whole section on their site right now called Happy Holidays, which is an ongoing collection of articles about, quote, feeling connected and vaguely festive during the coronavirus pandemic, end quote. Some highlights include how to talk to your family about not going home this year, how to talk to your partner about where to spend the holidays, and what to do if you're scared your cousins are going to give your grandma COVID. So a lot of different insights depending on your particular situation in that collection that I recommend checking out. And, you know, maybe you aren't spending the holidays alone because you live with family or a partner. Maybe you don't totally consider it alone because you've got lots of video calls with your family planned. But a lot more people than usual are spending the holidays alone, many for the first time. So I wanted to address it and share some tips. And if it's not for you this year, maybe bookmark it for the future or share it with someone for whom it is. So without further ado, Vice starts with a very good tip. Let go of should. Holiday celebrations never look like the picture-perfect scene that is advertised to us in commercials, and more than any other year, there is no reason to get hung up on trying to make them. Yes, you are probably spending the holidays alone so as not to spread possible disease to your loved ones or their community, but do yourself a solid and release yourself from the pressure of having to have any particular sort of holiday celebration. The article also brings up another excellent point. When you tell people that you're spending a holiday alone, they get really weird about it. Case in point, a lot of you reached out with really lovely messages after yesterday's show when I mentioned that I've spent the last several Christmases alone, and I appreciate your concern, but 
Trust me, I'm fine. I choose to spend them alone. My family is spread out all over the country, so traveling to see any of them is expensive, especially during the blackout dates of Christmas and Thanksgiving. Plus, I don't usually have a chance to take too much time off, and at some point I realized using all my days off to just chill out on my own is significantly more relaxing and kind of even more fun than spending those days on delayed flights and having strained conversations with relatives. It doesn't mean that I love them less or they love me less, I'll visit them some other time of the year, or at least I did in pre-pandemic days, but sometimes it's just nice to do my own thing. But this is tough for some people to understand, so get ready for people to be weird about it and invite you to join their celebrations. Prepare yourself for the awkwardness of those conversations. Like the writer in Vice, I too have made up plans I didn't actually have just to mollify people who were super freaked out or concerned about me being alone. It's a decent strategy if you can get away with it. And why not just say yes to those invitations? Well, everyone's situation is different, but for me and the Vice writer, if I was already making the sacrifice of not seeing my family so I could get a little solo R&R, why would I then give up that time to spend with people I'm less close to? That was in previous years. This year, the real answer is, none of us should be having in-person celebrations, so not only do I decline your invitation, but I would also like to point you towards several resources about why you should not be inviting non-household members to your celebration. Or, as Pethas put it in Vice, quote, If 2020 has given us one thing, it's an ironclad excuse to just not. In a year when seeing your loved ones carries tremendous risk, no, you're not going to your neighbor's brother's friend's house to deck poorly ventilated halls and sing carols directly into each other's naked face holes. If you want to spend your holiday Zoom toasting with coworkers, go ahead, but as you design your own celebrations, don't agree to do things you don't actually want to do to appease other people's guilt about the possibility of you being alone for one day. End quote. And now that the holiday is totally yours to spend as you please, Peepus recommends the following rubric for deciding what to do. Quote, It can be done safely, without exposing you, your family, your housemates, and the workers of the world to unnecessary COVID-19 risks. It is personally meaningful, pleasurable, and affordable or achievable for you. And you actually want to do whatever it is. End quote. You may be surprised how many things from growing up or past celebrations you actually want to do now that they're removed from fights and stress. You may also find a new appreciation for the work that others in your family put into those traditions to make them happen. And you get to make your own new ones. You know, personally, I still watch Tim Allen's The Santa Claus every Christmas Eve like we did growing up, but I also have my own traditions now, like listening to super obscure Christmas music that my family complains is not real Christmas music, and eating nothing but cinnamon rolls for breakfast. And if you're looking for things that can be your new traditions, another Vice article by Amy Rose Spiegel has a list of 22 suggestions, specifically for Thanksgiving, but they're off the wall enough to work for most holidays. They range from the legit, like donating to various places and learning how to be a better ally to indigenous people, to the straight-up weird, like playing baseball with decorative gourds and ordering a turkey-shaped ice cream cake from Baskin-Robbins. And when I say shaped, that's an understatement. You've got to click the link in the show notes to see this beauty. But no matter how many fun things you do find to do on your own, it's inevitable you will feel tough emotions at some point. 
Especially this year, like emotions run so high around the holidays and even the spontaneous outpourings of generosity from strangers can make you feel paradoxically sad. If you start enjoying yourself, you might feel guilty for doing so without your family. Although, if you think about it, haven't you also felt guilty for not enjoying time spent with your loved ones in the past? If anything, this year should be a chance to try to relieve ourselves of that guilt and of any pressure to do or feel any particular way this holiday season. I mean, here's the thing. I love my family. I love a lot of other people in my life I could be spending the holidays with in non-pandemic times. But getting to do whatever I freaking want for Christmas is probably why over the past decade I went from a total Scrooge to, well, Scrooge at the end of the story. Quoting once more, Being alone or simply away from your family of origin is also a great opportunity to redefine the tone of the holiday. My first solo Christmas was the first time that I ever experienced a major holiday where nobody argued with me or yelled at anybody else. For once, nobody commented rudely on the food on my plate, the direction of my career, the state of my love life, or did a coded racism about the scary city I lived in without once ever asking me a question about those things. If your holiday visits usually require you to do a lot of actually my pronouns are blank or involve making a bingo card to predict which relatives hate science the most, this is your year to be free. End quote. Because listen, there are a lot of reasons why being alone for the holidays this year is scary and overwhelming and sad, and it's okay to lean into those feelings a little bit, acknowledge them, but also recognize all the parts of it that are actually pretty awesome. It is a weird, hard year, so take the wins where you can. At FanDuel Casino, we know the only thing better than a win is a free win. That's why we made Reward Machine, the daily free-to-play game that gives you a chance to win up to $2,000 in casino bonus. We've given away over $50 million in free bonuses, and we're just getting started. Every day at 6 p.m., you get three chances to spin the Reward Machine reels. There are three ways to win. One, match any three symbols for an instant win. Two, collect symbols each day for a chance to win weekly prizes. Or three, win up to $2,000. If you collect three trophies, FanDuel has given away over $50 million to hundreds of thousands of people through Reward Machine. So what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Casino app by going to FanDuel.com slash PA3 and start playing Reward Machine today. That's FanDuel.com slash PA3. No purchase necessary. 21 plus and present in PA. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable casino only site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. All right, well, here is some new tech to help you out if you are spending the holidays with your family, whether because you already live with them or you've got a slew of video calls lined up. Researchers in China have used artificial intelligence to build a sarcasm detection model. In a new paper published by Chinese Academy of Sciences and the Institute of Information Engineering, Beijing-based researchers explain that the AI uses multimodal learning, combining both text and images, since both are often required to understand sarcasm online. The aim is for the sarcasm detection model to help with sentiment analysis, which could more accurately assess public attitudes on a topic, but it could also be used by social media platforms to help them determine when content violates their terms of service. Facebook has already been applying multimodal AI to help comb through memes that need to be removed for promoting violence, hate speech, etc. 
And given Facebook's track record on that sort of thing, hopefully this newest sarcasm detection model will be available for them to use in the near future. Using AI to detect sarcasm is not new, but this team, who presented their findings this week at the Virtual Empirical Methods and Natural Language Processing Conference, think they've hit upon a more accurate model. Quoting their abstract, Existing multimodal sarcasm detection methods either simply concatenate the features from multimodalities or fuse the multimodalities information in a designed manner. However, they ignore the incongruity character in sarcastic utterance, which is often manifested between modalities or within modalities. Inspired by this, we propose a BERT architecture-based model, which concentrates on both intra- and intermodality incongruity for multimodal sarcasm detection. End quote. And indeed, using a dataset from Twitter, this model achieved 86% accuracy, which is an improvement of around 3% over a model by a different team last year, and notably, much more accurate than my own sense of sarcasm detection. If you've got time, I recommend scrolling through the paper because it's just absolutely wild to see how many graphs and formulas are involved in teaching a machine to detect sarcasm. Like, they've got screenshots of sample social media posts with photos of bad pizza and empty stadium seats with sarcastic captions right next to several pages of formulas breaking down the irony in the posts. It's explaining why a joke is funny on steroids. Like, just imagine if to be a comedian, you had to go to school and learn equations to understand how to tell a joke. I mean, some comedians should, maybe, but I just can't get over how difficult it is to teach machines how to do something that comes very naturally to most humans. Kind of gives me hope that they won't take us over anytime too soon. If you're looking for some new cocktails to mix up this winter instead of the usual slew of spiced rums and nogs, can I tempt you with some paleo mixology? That's the dino-inspired slew of cocktail recipes created by paleontologist and epidemiologist Ryan Carney. The paleontological side of Carney's work revolves primarily around using 3D software to get a better understanding of what dinosaurs and other Jurassic and Cretaceous-era creatures actually looked like and how they moved. After publishing a paper earlier this year about a feather that indicates the Archaeopteryx, a bird-like dinosaur first discovered in 1861, may have been matte black, Carney, also an amateur mixologist, was inspired to craft a cocktail in the Archaeopteryx's honor. Quoting Atlas Obscura, To honor Archaeopteryx's probable jet-black hue, he carefully combined melanin-rich squid ink with blackberry soda, Jägermeister, a nod to the fossil feathers' German origins, lime juice, and stone fruit syrup, a tongue-in-cheek reference to the limestone block in which the much-researched fossil was found. End quote. From there, Carney went on to create more paleo-themed cocktails, and it may be useful to note that this has all happened since lockdown began, so just another cool creation that has come out of this otherwise horrific year. Some highlights, quoting again, One of his concoctions is a bright green mimosa, garnished with a ginkgo leaf. Ginkgo trees, often described as living fossils, have grown on Earth as far back as 270 million years ago. The leaf floats in a splendid floral combination with bright green chartreuse liquor, whose color comes from the chlorophyll in its 130 plant-based ingredients. 
There's the hot pink Ichi martini with dragon fruit and lychee, a nod to the dinosaur with bat wings that confounds paleontologists with its subpar flight ability. Carney also mixed up the amber-yellow Lucy in the Sky with Dulcificum, named for Lucy, the 3.2 million-year-old Australopithecus hominid found in Ethiopia. It includes the Ethiopian honey wine tej, lemon juice, flavor-tripping miracle berries that make sour taste sweet, and sky vodka. End quote. The cocktails, while paired with very high-quality staged photos, don't appear to be published anywhere online outside of the article. I'll link in the show notes. But Carney does say that he hopes to publish a cookbook one day, a cookbook that would also teach about the fossils or fields of paleontology represented in each cocktail. So again, you can check out the recipes for a few of these in the show notes if you want to try them yourself. I think most can be adapted to zero-proof versions with a little creativity. Carney even notes in the recipe for the Archaeopteryx one, which I personally can't wait to try, that you can replace the squid ink with activated charcoal for a vegan alternative for all you herbivores out there. That's it for today. As always, this show was produced by Ride Home Media and Kotki.org. I am Jackson Bird, and I'm going to go diagram all the jokes that I've seen on Twitter today to verify if they're actually funny. I hope you have a good rest of your day, and I will talk to you again tomorrow. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.